can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics fall to the Charlotte Hornets 111-102. Going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game, some of the highs, and some of the lows. To get things started here, I want to give player of the game to the only player on this Celtics team that kept us from losing by 100 tonight, and that is Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Once again, in the absence of Marcus Smart, Dennis Schroeder steps up, has a huge game. 24 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals. Efficient shooting, 9 of 16 from the field, 5 of 8 from 3. One of the only players that shot over 50%. Actually, he's the only player that shot over 50% from three. Al Horford went two of four, who's the next best, uh, but it was ugly outside of that. But we'll dive into that. Dennis Schroeder tonight really hit a couple of massive, massive shots when the Celtics really needed it. Uh, Huge three from Tatum to bring within six with a minute 14 left. But he also had a huge three from Jalen earlier as well when the the Hornets went on their massive run. Uh, And these are the types of plays that he made consistently throughout the night. And you look at the final stat sheet. Jalen Brown did have six assists. Going into the fourth quarter, he had zero. So, yes, he had a fantastic fourth quarter uh, as far as facilitating goes. But for the majority of tonight, Dennis Schroeder was that guy. This is a frustrating loss for the simple fact that, you know, we had 27 assists. Offensively, we played the type of game. We found the types of open shots that we would love to see, but we just did not hit them. Uh, This is an ugly, ugly shooting game, which again, we'll dive into, but it's frustrating wasting these games where you have a pretty good fluid offense the ball was moving guys were rotating we had a million wide open shots uh, but again didn't fall so that's tough you know this is a game where you didn't really have a ton of great performances I think Al Horford played another really solid game 13 and 10 for him uh, also chipping in four assists uh, the other guy that surprised me tonight a pleasant surprise was Romeo Langford. Uh, the guy ended tonight 11 points uh, with a rebound and an assist. Four of seven from the field, 18 minutes. That's it, 18 minutes. But he made the most of those minutes. Got to the free throw line, two of three from there. Uh, but overall, this is a game where Romeo Langford really came in and made the most out of his minutes. Ended up catching what could have been a corner three Excellent drive out of it for a layup. Corner three from Pritchard. And then had that awesome offensive rebound with the and one putback. The little reverse layup. Uh, So really just like good minutes from him. And again, in games where you have guys step up off the bench, it makes wins, it makes losses like these even more frustrating. Uh But that's, I mean, realistically, there's not a lot of positives to take from today outside of 
you know, Schroeder, Horford, Langford. I'd say the, the minutes that you got from Grant were okay. Uh, he got in foul trouble, which seriously limited him. Uh, and we got stuck with a lot of Al Horford and his freedom minutes, which was a nightmare. And we'll dive into that right now. Uh, before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NFL playoffs are here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is kicking things off with a huge offer. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any wildcard team to win their game. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team is victorious. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have something to play for this wildcard weekend. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code TBPN this wildcard weekend at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, so let's dive into some of the negatives here. Uh, Again, this is another game where a lot more of the game is negative than it is positive. Uh, Again, I liked the way that we moved the ball at times, uh, but the Celtics could not, for the life of them, put the ball in the hoop. And this is something they've struggled with for a large portion of this season. The three-point shooting just is not there. And a lot of it, tonight at least, stemmed from our main guys, Jalen and Jason. Jason Tatum tonight, 0 of 7 from 3. Jalen Brown, 2 of 11 from 3. Like, that's 2 of 18 from our two best last year all-star players. And honestly, because it's mostly fan voting, Jason Tatum might get all-star again. I don't think he deserves it. I don't really think either of them deserve it. I think Jalen Brown has played a, has had a better season than Tatum so far. But that's not really saying much. This has been a a really ugly shooting year for Jason Tatum. He's had some really, really good games. uh, But it's not consistent enough. 
And you can kind of say the same thing with Jalen Brown, which is, it's frustrating, right? Like these are two guys that just last year were in an all-star game and it's not looking good for them this year. You know, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say that Jalen played horrible because I don't, I really don't think he did. He ended the night 21 points, six rebounds, six assists, as well as two steals. It's just the three-point shooting for him was bad, like really bad. Jalen Brown had a couple of massive plays in today's game, uh, and he was the reason early on that we were in this game a little bit. Things just kind of fell off, uh, which is tough. It's a tough, tough game for, for him, tough game for the Celtics team, but you look at Jason Tatum tonight. He was 12 points, six rebounds, three assists, a steal, three turnovers, five fouls, which forced him to to be limited in minutes uh, and miss a lot of the third and fourth quarter. Uh, He was able to finish the game, but I don't think it really made any difference. Five of 19 from the field. Again, 0 of 7 from three. It's just ugly. Like that's that's it. The Celtics made a comeback, uh, basically on the back of Dennis Schroeder tonight, uh, but again, fall short. Uh, so it's tough. It's a it's a shitty loss where the Celtics are kind of stuck in limbo here. It's a situation where you know outside of moving the ball, which they did well, twenty seven assists, the guys just weren't hitting shots. Like, it obviously started with Jason and Jalen, but the rest of the guys weren't doing much either. You know, from three, we were 14 of 46. One, 46 three-point attempts against this Charlotte Hornets team is asinine. This team is horrible at defending the paint. Horrible. And the Celtics found themselves in the penalty with like eight and a half minutes left. And did not take advantage of it at all. At all. They just kept shooting threes. Because they were down and they thought that was their way to get back. And it wasn't. And it hasn't been. All season long. I don't know how long, how many times we need to do this before this team just realizes that that's not their strength. They've got two very athletic wings in Jalen and Jason. They can get to the rim almost at will. Do it more. Do it more. Josh Richardson is the perfect use case for this, for those two guys. He does a phenomenal job of getting to the rim and taking the shots that are there for him. You know, tonight he struggled a little bit from the field, 4 of 12, but still had a couple of really nice possessions getting into the lane. And that's what they need to do. It's what they need to do consistently. I don't know. I've I've sit on I've sat on this podcast here. I've done 130 podcasts at least at this point over the last two seasons. I can't even count how many times I've said that the Celtics just need to drive more. Drive and dish, drive and dish. That is their game. When shots aren't falling, get to the free throw line. Tonight, 10 of 13 from the free throw line. 13 attempts. That's it. 
again, we were in the bonus with eight and a half minutes left. And we walked out of that quarter with like next to nothing. And that's, that's where it's so frustrating watching this team. You look at the Charlotte Hornets play. And yes, they have a bunch of players that used to be on the Celtics. Gordon Hayward, uh, Terry Rozier, both of which killed us tonight. Actually, Gordon Hayward didn't really do much. Terry Rozier, though, 28 points, 4 rebounds, 10 assists. He is the point guard that would be a great fit. I think that we I think that he seeks his own shot too much. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a perfect fit with the Celtics. I still think you want a a pass first facilitating point guard. But Terry Rozier tore the Celtics team up. The way that the Hornets play is exactly how every Celtics fan wished the Celtics played. And that's like that's basically all this boils down to. The Celtics would love to play a game where it's super fast-paced, guys are getting into the lane, dishing out for open threes and hitting them. You know, you look at the the shooting percentages tonight, 41% from three, 27 assists also for the Hornets. And a lot of that comes from their two guys, their two, like, their two point guards, basically. Terry and La- uh, Ball, LeVar, I don't know why I should almost said Lonzo. Uh, but you got both of those guys, LaMelo, oh, I'm way off on the names, LaMelo and Terry uh, are the two guys that are facilitating a lot. And we don't, haven't had that on a consistent basis. Schroeder's done really well the last three or four games from the facilitating standpoint. Jalen Brown over the last couple of weeks has been good, uh, but we still are missing a facilitating point guard. Again, this Charlotte Hornets team plays the exact brand of basketball every Celtics fan would love to see on a consistent basis. The personnel's not crazy different. It's really not. Uh, I, I, you could argue that we have way better wings. <laughs> you know, Gordon Hayward's having a, a great year so far. Tonight was not his night. But you look at their wings. It's Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges, Right? Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, not far off. Both super athletic, both can hit shots. Both are great shot makers, shot creators. But the fact is, whatever the Hornets are doing is working. And it's not translating for the Celtics. We're not pushing the pace as much. And I will give Dennis Schroeder a lot of credit. I've given him a lot of shit this year because of him rolling the ball up slowing down the game he hasn't done that since marcus smart's been out he's been pushing the pace constantly and i love that they're not doing it enough though and a lot of it just starts on the shot selection as well for this team they're pushing the pace but they're taking shots that they don't have any business taking and I don't know. There's there's times where you need to take these shots, right? Jalen and Jason, we know that they're capable of shooting from three. They're both good three-point shooters. Tatum has had a bad year. I'm not even going to say a bad couple games. He's had a bad year. 
Jalen Brown is a good three-point shooter. He's shown that on a consistent basis. Tonight was a one-off night for him. Jason Tatum, it's been a tough year. It's more like he has good games from three versus bad games from three on a on a game-to-game basis. And that part's frustrating. Like, it's something that no Celtics fan could have predicted because he's been so consistent for the first couple of years of his career, so consistent in hitting his shots, shooting from three, getting to the free throw line. And I will say, again, he's doing better getting to the free throw line. Again, tonight, not a very good example, only two of three, but this is one of his really bad games where just nothing was clicking. Uh, and it's unfortunate because this is a this is a winnable game. It's a good Hornets team, uh, but it's a winnable game. And if the Celtics were to have won tonight, they would have moved up into the eighth place spot in the Eastern Conference. Instead, we lose, fall back to 500, and continue to stay at the 10 seed. Uh, luckily for the Celtics, we've got a, a pretty favorable schedule coming up. Uh, we've got Trailblazers at home, uh, which is on Friday. Uh, and then we just have a, a easier stretch of basketball after that, right? Trailblazers at home Friday, Wizards uh, on Sunday, Kings Tuesday. So, like, it does get easier. Hawks, who have been playing terrible, uh, that following Friday. So next week is a it's an opportunity to really put together a good win streak, uh, which is something the de- the Celtics desperately need at this point. As bad as we're playing, like it's still possible to make a good run at this and find ourselves not in a playing game, but like actually in the playoffs, which would be huge. Uh, but again. The Celtics need to find consistency. They need to play games like the Charlotte Hornets. They need guys to hit shots. And that's the way it works. That's the way the cookie crumbles. As a, a nice anchor man quote there for you. Uh, but that's where we're going to wrap things up. Celtics need to do better. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Uh, make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary tomorrow, uh, and we are at like 7,015 members, the fastest-growing Celtics fan page on Facebook, proud to say. Uh, So make sure to join that. Again, Boston Celtics Till I Die. Uh, And make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Rate, review, written five-star review would be extremely helpful. Uh, but have a good night, Celtics fans. We will talk soon. I, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic.